because this is going to be bad enough awesome. on both of us. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. No shit. <laughs> well, I'll wait till we're doing the show. <laughs> yeah. No fucking kidding. Huh. <laughs> All right. March Matei begins now. Oh God. Because the God who created this universe is 
Hackett. It's just March Matei who gives a shit. Welcome to the 395th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who is super fucking glad this is the last time we're doing this, unless you sadistic pricks do the work for us and find four movies for next year. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha and really wishing you wouldn't do that is my co-host, Matt. I'm March used to be my favorite month, one of my favorite months, and you ruined it. You just <laughs> fucking ruined it. <laughs> That's kind of the point of doing these Mate series. <laughs> fucking asshole. Well, goddamn shit. At least I moved it away from May the 4th for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's better. <laughs> well, you can still have the basketball. It's just once a week we have to deal with fucking Matei. I don't know if he taints the rest of your basketball loving week. Uh, you know what? I kind of like that you know it's about basketball, though. <laughs> March Madness, man. We've been through yeah. this. Yeah, that's one of yeah, the. Re- I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> one of the reasons I actually was okay with moving it to March is because I knew it would suck out a little bit of joy for March Madness for you. <laughs> it, it really does, too. You fucking prick. <laughs> Well, and you know what? It's not just on you. To anyone who listens, you're all pricks too because you enjoy it. <laughs> well, now it's really on them because I even I'm yeah. done with this. Like even I've had enough of doing this to you every fucking <laughs> you, March. You fucking you 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 played yourself on this one. <laughs> You put a corner in your ass because you played yourself. Okay. <laughs> as uh, uninteresting as this week's movie, wait, what the fuck was it called? Born to Fight. There we go. Yeah. Born to Fight. Yeah. I mean, it might as well be called, hey, uh, Matei uh, one time saw Rambo and Crocodile Dundee and thought to himself, there's a movie in there. <laughs> Essentially, that's, everyone's like, everyone else is like, yeah. yeah, it's the movie you're fucking watching, dick. <laughs> Essentially, he was like, you know what would make Rambo really awful? If we replaced Sylvester Stallone with Paul Hogan as Crocodile yeah. Dundee. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, at first, when I first started watching it, I'm like, and I don't even note it when I first was like, oh, my God, what is that Crocodile Dundee remake? And then it goes right to Rambo. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> we shouldn't get too deep into this. Okay, but. But we will. Right. We will, we're we're obviously chomping at the bit to really tear into this fucking one. Yeah, I, I will say this: at least there was no fucking rape. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, it was just straight up Matei ripping off action films and the glorious explosions you can expect with no plot to tie them together is all there. Like, so this is that's about all you can ask for from Matei at this point. Yeah, this is one of the better Matei films that we've covered, which is still not saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Jesus. In honor of the fact that we are covering Matei for the entirety, and I'm going to do the best that I can for this in some way, shape or form. The music for the pirate radio edit is either going to be songs about being ripped off or songs that have been ripped off of other songs. Oh, look at that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now we're talking. Either they are songs that stole something from another song or they are songs about being ripped off. Because when we're into March Matei, we're going to be feeling very ripped off. Oh, we always do. Up first, we're going to do T-Rex with the song Rip Off right after the Legion Patreon ad. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me Cutting a New Show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, 
you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon. And for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Now back to the cutting room. feels like to be ripped off even though i'm hacking the fucking lung out while i'm playing it in the background and only matt's gonna hear that that, that delta hit you hard <laughs> it's a hard it's a harsh fucking mistress i forgot to turn the heat down on my vape and from when i switched out my carts and holy fuck that it, it burned me bad <laughs> it burned me bad boss Damn. you gotta cut me mick you gotta cut me it hurt me it hurt me man <laughs> what happened to me speaking of the deep hurting let's get into born to fight Oh, born to fight the first 20 minutes. Here we go. Well, we're an American lady. She's in an Asian village. And uh, she finds this dude who is supposed to be, I guess, Crocodile fucking Dundee. And, well, guess what? It's our first clip. Justifiable. That's dialogue. Would I presume? I'm Marilyn Kane from USI News. I'm here to talk to you about some business. Unless you're just too terribly busy. When they told me you'd buried yourself out here, they didn't say you had actually died. But maybe not the same Sam Wood. The one I want was a hero, decorated in Vietnam. Fifty enemy kills, given up as missing during 1970 to 71. The Sam Wood I once spent that year in the famous, infamous, Lutan Prison, 30 miles north of the Mekong River. My television network has authorized me to do an on-the-spot story in Vietnam, and uh, I intend to take you back there with a small crew. For which, of course, you will be paid. <sighs> Listen, Mr. Wood, I... Oh my god, his name isn't... This... His, it's not Mick or Crocodile Dundee, it's actually Cobra yeah. Wood. Cobra Wood. <laughs> or Sam. Uh, anyway... 
So uh, this dude shows up with a cobra. Dude wakes up, catches the cobra, then uses the venom for a drink because, you know, he's got to show you how badass he is. He also, like, stares uh, at the lady and tries to intimidate her yeah. by, like, making her think. He's like, he's gonna, cheers. Yeah, like, he's fucking with the cobra and talking to the lady and talking smack to her about how the cobra doesn't like her and he doesn't like her either. Yeah, making yeah, us yeah. Think it's all whispered. Yeah, make, making us think that he's going to, like, make the cobra kill her instead or some bullshit. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Uh, after that, he gets up to leave. She chases after him, and that's our next clip. Dialogue, justifiable. I don't have your answer yet. Let me think about it for a minute. No. Hey, wait a minute. What for? You haven't heard my offer. <laughs> don't want to either. I can't believe it, an authentic hero surviving on circus tricks in a bar. Drinking snake venom and God knows what else. Cobras are less poisonous than some women I know. At least cobras only attack when they're provoked. But I'm prepared to offer you a lot of money. $20,000. There's no amount of money to send me back to that hellhole. $30,000? All right. We'll make it $50,000. That is as high as I can go. Now, just how were you planning on getting into Vietnam with a visa from the U.S. Embassy? I have everything we need, all the permits, in your name too. Isn't it funny how it always comes down to money? We bought the permits, they bought our cover story. See, we're shooting a documentary on tropical diseases. Now, here is your contract and your first 10,000. Would you, excuse me, would you sign right there? I got this funny feeling I'm getting screwed. I don't like TV news people. They make up a lot of crap. We do when there's no news. <laughs> but now we have a flesh and blood hero. Oh, please. Look, lady, all the real heroes are dead and buried. Mr. Wood, you're now the guest of the USI Network. Gosh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> So they're going to Vietnam now. <laughs> no, no, this is Crocodile Dundee. She's supposed to be having a story and a news report. Yeah. That needs to be done. About a guy from the Outback. Right. And he's supposed to take her through the Outback and show her what it's like to live in the Outback for her readers back home in New York. Yeah. Wait. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, what? But now it's turned into Rambo. But why is the colonel visiting Rambo in prison yeah, yeah, right it hasn't, now? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it hasn't turned into Rambo yet. Uh, but because now he is just going to show her a prison camp he escaped from. It's going to turn into Rambo soon. Yeah, but but it's it's still kind of like Rambo. I mean, it, it feels a little bit like missing in action right yeah, now. Yeah, because he's a Vietnam vet who was imprisoned for a while. Yeah, and yeah. she helped and, get and, him out of prison because she's the colonel who's going to make him wear the Jade Buddha necklace. And no, 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 no. God damn it! What are you doing around here? Why is this movie constantly reminding me of two other movies that are more fun to watch? Because that's what Matei does. It reminds us that there are these great movies, but you're stuck watching this one. You know, then we have to just suffer and die for it. <laughs> all right, fine. All right. Well, they're all on a boat getting some footage. She begins a broadcast, and so, of course, it's more dialogue, so, of course, it's a clip. This is Marilyn Kane, USI News. We're now in between the banks of the Mekong River, deep in Vietnam. In this dense wall of jungle are hidden the remains of the infamous prison camp known as Lu Tan. 
we've come here to shed light on the year of darkness that Sam Wood spent as a prisoner at Lutan and to relive his incredible escape. We've learned from his comrades at arms that all those suffering from serious wounds inflicted during torture, Sam Wood single-handedly held in check the entire military detachment at Lutan. But let us hear this tale of heroism from the man who actually lived it, an authentic hero, Mr. Sam Wood. Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood. Wake up, hero. Are we there already? I didn't give you all that money so you could pass out. If you don't cooperate, our contract is void and you give me back the money. Hey, calm down, lady. I'll talk when the time is right. The time is right. Now, now! Right. Why is that She-Ra mistreating Crocodile Dundee so much? What did he do wrong? I don't know, man. She's so angry at him, and I feel bad. <laughs> right, like for old crocodile Dundee. Right, like he's he, there's no crocs around. He's got no work to do. Let the man sleep. Yeah, goddamn. I mean, holy shit. What do you want? You're just getting some of your footage. <laughs> I mean, you don't need him for that. God, <laughs> let the poor man sleep. It looks like he's been up for 18 years. Why don't you fucking Ken Burns that shit and just get some footage of him yeah. sleeping and talk about how in his reaction to his PTSD, he checks out of the world completely and just goes into slumber. Yeah, and it's nice for him to do that. <laughs> you could even have a psychologist what? read a whole thing and describing his condition while you film him sleeping, and then it becomes even more yeah. profound that he's just sleeping. Yeah, exactly. It's like being nice to him <laughs> then you, why, why does everyone have to be mean yeah then just move around a bunch of old photos of him and his platoon as you're doing this you know maybe like read some of the letters from home and boom you got a documentary and leave the poor guy alone yeah you're gonna be fine i don't know why everyone's so mean to everyone all the time anyhow and why am i bagging on ken burns speaking of being mean for no reason yeah right what the fuck man anyway they get there and they are gonna start another report when shots are fired uh, a guy comes running out, and he's obviously shot. He looks like to be a prisoner, and he's talking to him. Dialogue. Next clip. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> got me. Where is the general? Is he still alive? He's back there. He's still alive. Alex Ross. Ross? You got a contact. Ross, two, two, five, oh, eight. Two, two, five, oh, eight. It's important. Get out of here. Well, anyway, as they're talking, uh, all of a sudden more shots ring out and the entire camera crew is murdered. So, you know, good good for you. Um, sorry, sorry, guys. Uh, sorry this all went this way. So hey, you think Stallone was aware of this ripoff and said, hey, you know what? The next time I do a Rambo movie on my own, I'm going to make yeah. it like missionaries. But this is basically the same plot. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Stallone stole from Matei. Sure. <laughs> I mean, why not? 
the missionaries with him go up the river, like just like this. They get pretty much all slaughtered all at once and taken prisoner, and then he has to do some slaughtering as well. But it's almost the exact same like way that this happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so they uh, escape, and uh, they're like, all right, so we better get, you know, the physic out of here. And they swim away. Uh, they uh, get to some safety, and they talk, and that's, of course, our next clip. Right on, man. Every time there's dialogue, just clip that shit, man. That's what I'm trying to do. My crew, they just cut him down. Hey, what the hell's going on here? What the hell is it to you, anyway? Oh, you tell me, sister. A guy runs out of the jungle out of nowhere. You seem to know him. The prisoners in Lutan. Who's this general? My father. So this big interview is a lot of crap, huh? You're the only one who can set him free. All right. You want more money? You got it. Another fifty thousand dollars. That makes it a hundred thousand, right? Don't throw it away. Hey, you can't buy people with your money. I don't want to throw away my life, babe. Personally, I'm attached to it. Man. Wow. I was attached to it. Okay, so, so they, they have sneaky Rambo movie in what should have been uh, yeah, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. yeah, but now it's Rambo. Now yeah. we've officially left Crocodile Dundee behind, and we are at Rambo. Yeah, because Crocodile Dundee was un- brought here under the ruse that he was just going to show the old camp that he used to be at. And yeah. now he's actually here to go missing in action on this place, or Rambo, First Blood Part 2. Yes, yes, First Blood Part 2. So... Uh, then, uh, some army guys, of course, find them. Uh, they're, they're in some trouble now. Uh, not, not going well for them here. And, uh, as they are taken away to be shot, um, she throws up a lot of money and he, uh, uh, is able to get a gun away and kills the guys. So, you know, good for you guys. Uh, nice work, everyone. Yeah. So she, yeah, he shoots everyone. Um, they cut to some other dudes, and that is, of course, dialogue, so it's our next clip. As it should be. Yes. Yes. Must be a surprise. But you're not. Mostrian. Once a member of your imperialist allied forces. But I saw the light and switched my alliance to the cause of revolutionary justice. Piece of luck, Mr. Boss. You have arrived at our mess call. You will see for yourself. We don't starve our prisoners to death, your American officers. <laughs> Follow me, please. You see how we treat your compatriots? Yeah. How come they're not eating? I suspect they're too full. Maybe we should cut their rations in half. <laughs> Maybe you should tell us how much longer before we get back home. Not one minute later than necessary, sir. You'll be pleased to know that General Preston sends his regards. I met with him at the Pentagon three days ago. And speaking for myself, allow me to shake your hand, sir. Thank you. Mr. Bross. General Weber. Count on us. It's time we took care of our business, Mr. Bross. Yes, indeed. Gentlemen, I'll see you soon. If I remember correctly, there were 12 prisoners. Where are the others? 
This is a hard country. You can't imagine how many American soldiers I've seen die out here. I have the power to make a deal with you. What kind? Money. Enough to change your whole life. Those seven prisoners are worth $10 million. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of this. Eat it. What's it taste like? Like shit, probably. Hmm, good. Hang on, here they come. If he puts on his glasses before he gets in the car, the negotiations failed. What do you think, General? I don't think. I just wait. We didn't have to wait very long. Well, now what, General? They'll try setting us free in two days when we're out working. All right, so and that's the end of the first 20 minutes. So throughout that whole clip, the guy who meets the general passes him a note, but apparently the negotiations did work, even though it sounded like they did. So there's intrigue now. Uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, listen, you're asking for logic in a Matei movie. That's just not there. All right, let me tell you what I was able to glom while watching this film. All right. Lady's not a reporter. Lady is pretending to be a reporter to get him to go to his old camp where he is the only known person to escape during the Vietnam War from this internment camp for soldiers or uh, POW camp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, So she brings him back under the guise of doing a report of him revisiting it. And then it turns out that her father and several other soldiers are still being held there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems to be. Okay. And so this whole thing has been some bullshit ruse where she was trying to get him to this jungle to help rescue her father as a suicide mission. And the reason that she's rationalizing this is because he is some kind of mythological creature that somehow held back an entire battalion by himself. Well, after yeah, uh, apparently his escape, he's an unstoppable killing machine. Yeah. Like he was quote unquote born to fight. They're even going to tell us that later in the film, but that's what yeah. I've, that's what I've gotten so far. And while I admit to you that I don't need much more story than that, you could have maybe like not made me work so hard to get all of that hey listen uh you're in march Matei now this is just the beginning of all the hard work <laughs> that's fair let's just move the fuck on then all right next 20 uh well the two main characters because you know i'm not really recording names right now um they're walking and of course there's dialogue next clip fair. okay i've got to call Ross, and there's got to be a phone in here i don't like it what don't you like about it it's too open looks suspicious i mean we might be able to get in there, all right, but if our friends arrive, it's going to be hell getting back out. A little bit of optimism wouldn't make you sick to the stomach, would it? Lady, what do you think this is, a holiday inn? Think you can just go in there and use your credit card? Look, it's a miracle if my father is still alive. Finding a phone out here. Hey, you got me here on this bogus interview, but now it's more than I bargained for. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to double the deal. 200000 Thank me later. <sighs> okay, okay, but let's do this very quietly. Listen. Shh. You shush. Okay. So they go in, uh, get their shit together. Uh, they're they're getting their stuff worked out. 
Uh, they go into this hotel. The guy's sleeping at the uh, front desk. Um, she makes a call. And while she's calling somebody, he has flashbacks to her dad visiting him in the hospital. He's like, hey, I know where all my buddies are. And the dad's like, ah, it's too far north. We can't go there. Then it cuts to a flashback of him holding the dad by gunpoint wanting to go there. Well, then he you know, comes back to... And uh, the call's done, and she's like, hey, let's get her a couple of rooms to freshen up. At first, he thought she wanted to bone, and he was like, yeah, no. And then she's like, I, I, I just was talking about freshening up. He goes, yeah, me too. So uh, grabs a, a key from the desk because the guy's sleeping, and they go up. As soon as they leave the room, uh, that guy uh, brings up his head and is like, okay. Uh, and he uh, and he makes a phone call uh, while she showers. Uh, he finds a pic of her and her dad, and he has the same flashback as we just saw. Maybe a little bit more, but it's the same fucking thing. And I was like, okay, that's a different way to pad a movie than I've ever seen before. Yeah, if you all Let's are- show the same scene again. Yeah, if you all are into seeing the same thing over and over again, including explosions, this is the film for you. Yeah, right. Um, she comes out and she thanks him for all that he's doing. Uh, they, they tease a little something, but, uh, you don't, you don't get anything in there. No, nope, no lovins. No lovins. Uh, anyways, then, uh, a whole ton of bad guys show up. They both work together in killing most of them before stealing a Jeep. Lots of action in this scene. Uh, lots of shooting, you know, and it's really just a pretend to spray fire in like killing like 17 people at the same time. And I, I don't know if that's exactly possible, but they do it a lot. I don't know what type of guns they were using, but clearly the blanks. It's, they it were... seem to be AK-47s. <laughs> Mostly, but like what I'm getting at is I don't know if those were prop guns or what, but whenever you fire oh. a gun, there's always a kick and a recoil regardless, particularly those types of rifles. Yeah, and it, it's, th- those, it doesn't seem like they have them. No, those barely moved. They just like spit yeah. something out the end of them. So I don't know what kind of, if that was a prop gun or if they just had like really low charge blanks in there to would just like just puff smoke at the end or what to make them look like they were firing but there was zero recoil on any of the shots including 60 caliber rifles like you know the m60 the big thing that they fire later on that thing barely yeah. moves every time it fires and it took like a dude to hold that you know what i mean like usually they had tripods yeah, right. where they would you put it on the ground dude. right you'd have yeah. it would take one hell of a dude to be able to hold that and not fall under the recoil of that thing that's why they put them on the ground usually and fire them from the ground in a lot of cases so yeah. reality does not even exist in this movie and you got to be prepared for that because it's a bunch of fucking horse shit but the action sequences go so far over the top they become a parody of action and makes it fun yeah it, it is kind of fun because you're like oh my god they're really just going up in front for this so <laughs> yeah and the funny. explosions the explosions haven't even kicked in properly yet and we've already gone over the top action with the point and spray for bullets hitting and like you know these guys being able to hold guns that clearly are not recoiling at all yeah yeah, exactly. And you're just like, um, okay. So, don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on around here, but it, it don't make no sense. In this universe, so, men are so tough they don't even deal with recoil from guns. Yeah, yeah. They're just. I mean, it's we're too strong. Uh, these guys. I don't even know if I'm holding the gun right now. <laughs> I think I'm holding a bitch stick. So, uh, they. Uh, so as, as I said, they get away. They steal a jeep, and as he's driving, he stops the jeep, and they talk, and again leads to our next clip. Justifiable. What I said. This is where we part ways. Why? Your father is the last guy on earth I'd want to help. He cost the lives of six of my friends. I've helped you as much as I can, but now you're on your own. I can't do this without you. My father has never been very popular with the Pentagon, and. Well, he's blunt and honest. 
That's why they did everything they could to discourage me. They put pressure on the politicians, too. He fought in Saigon all through the war, and they don't care. Though he is a prisoner, they don't care. But I do. He's my father. He's my father. I'm sorry. I don't know how to drive a stick. We've got 30 seconds to learn. And she does learn in that 30 seconds because she drives away with no problems. I don't think she was talking about actually driving a vehicle. I just think she means that she didn't want to have sex with him. Oh, well, then she had 30 seconds to learn. Um, (laughs) Wow. So because he didn't pick it up and neither did I. (laughs) Uh, That guy picks up uh, signals from women the same way I do. And just I don't. So anyway, he stands in the middle of the road and this other guy who's just working, just trying to work, pulls up and he's like, hey, how's it going? And uh, steals his car. He carjacks him. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of fucked up, but, uh, Hey, you know, it's all for the greater good or whatever the fuck. Then we cut back to all the prisoners. And that is our next clip. Just one more day. Yeah. Then we'll be free to get out of this hell. I don't like Bross that much. I got a feeling he's sitting pretty. <laughs> At our expense. Uh, we'll soon find out. Man on you, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Dangerous crossing, sir. Bad place, many bombs in the water. We have a problem. So do we. Put that down. They tell me that the river here has still some goodies left over from the war. Booby traps. So I think it's better we go back and take the long way around. But, uh... Since I see that your men look rather tired. What do you have in mind? Well, in these cases, the U.S. Army has yet come prisoners as human mind detectors. So it's only right we use an American prisoner now, eh? Well, well, I think you will do rather nicely. Okay. Yep. So he tosses one of the guys, the Nazi prick, tosses one of the guys into the river. Uh, He's barely able to swim across, but the minute it looks like he could be getting close, uh, all of a sudden uh, he gets uh, blown up by one of the bobs in there. And the Nazi prick's like, ha, okay, only one. That's good. And he thinks he's, you know, you know, he's just a Nazi prick. So that's what you kind of expect from a Nazi prick. Uh, and that's the end of that 20 minutes by the way (laughs) the takeaway for everyone there is you know you can always expect that of a nazi prick you can always expect everything that guy did you can expect from a nazi prick yeah which is which which is to say which is to say a horrible coward that's been given any kind of powers under fascism because that's what they all were yeah yeah there you go (laughs) ding 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 Well done, everybody. We're all figuring it out now. We nailed that social uh, political <laughs> message in this. Yeah. Film. Look at us. We're so fucking hardcore. We have a stance that Nazis are bad. <laughs> in this day and age, that is kind of a hot take, is it not? Yeah, it is. It, it, that's kind of sad to me. <laughs> I'm like, I, uh, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I find it absolutely <laughs> enraging and we should move on because otherwise we, I might break we, my mild tone of voice. 
<laughs> oh no, harsh in his buzz. All right, <laughs> exactly. We start the next twenty minutes. Uh, Sam is uh, creeping through a house, and we hear the lady and the guy who is trying to negotiate for her father's release talking. And that is our next clip. Strap in, folks. It's a long one. It's a long one. Another drop, Miss Weber. Oh no, thank you. I'm fine. You still have hopes of freeing my father, don't you? I'm a very positive-thinking man, Miss Weber. Of course I'll free him. Now then, until tomorrow, you'd better keep out of sight, somewhere safe. You'll never know how grateful I am, Mr. Bross. Just doing my job. But there is one problem. You contacted Sam Wood. Are you sure he won't get in the way? Oh, yes. He won't interfere with our plans, no. Sam Wood is definitely out of the picture. Fine. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, God willing. You can come out now. Hysterical woman is a godsend, a perfect justification. Officially, she will have organized a childish escape, very badly planned. Alas, it'll be her fault when they all die. I ask myself some reason. Why are you going to all this fuss? <laughs> Just let me kill them. What's going to change? You're too damned impulsive for these things. That prisoner dying this morning, very bad. This operation is backed by government funds. You think they'll shell out $10 million without a detailed account of how and why it was spent? You better forget it, because after you've killed them, we'd have to create detailed photographic documentation to back up the official version. Endless footage, glossy stills and plastic sleeves. They're pretty bloodthirsty at the Pentagon, but not naive. So your execution has to take place far away from the camp. I don't want my head on the block when I go home. Capitalist bureaucracy. Even you'll start thinking like a capitalist when you have five million dollars. And Sam Ford? Marilyn Weber no longer requires his services. How can we be sure? Hello, Kurt. Did you call me? What are you doing here? Oh, you look great in that uniform. From a pussy of a spy to a Vietnamese colonel. What a shining career you have. Piece of shit. It wasn't my fault, Sam. I tried to stop them, but they were afraid you'd come back. Shut the fuck up. Listen, we can come to an agreement. There's $10 million here. A fortune. Well, hey. We can all get rich. Let's kill the poor bastards. We can split up the money. Nah. I got a better idea. Why don't you two... Split up these bullets. One for you. And one for you. You ready, Kurt? No, Sam. Don't kill me. Please! <laughs> I'm a fair man, Sam. And I love a little sport. The man died here yesterday. He almost got to the other side. So I had them set a few more mines. 
What do you think? You'll make it to the other side and so save your life? It's not easy, but it's better than nothing, eh? <laughs> when do you kill the prisoners? Tomorrow, when they're back from the rice paddies. You do remember the rice paddies, Sam. What else do you remember, hero? Coming back to look for your bodies, all by yourself like a one-man army, eh? <laughs> well, did you find them, hero? You remember Kurtwald? And how you all used to call me? Cowardly Kurt? Yes, I heard you, hero. You most of all. I was afraid of being tortured, and you all laughed. You ridiculed me. But I made you pay. Yes, all of you. When you escaped, we knew that you would come back for your buddies. My Vietnamese superiors wanted me to put my newfound Marxist loyalty to the test. They made the prisoners dig a trench, and they put a M60 into my arms. I walked up and down, looking into their eyes. One by one. Now they weren't laughing anymore. They were just feeling like I used to. Their lives hung on my decision. You can't imagine the pleasure while I squeezed the trigger and they dropped like limp puppets into the graves. You motherfucker! You killed them? That's right, my friend. And now I'm going to kill you. Get going. Why so slow? You scared, hero? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's amazing how the cowardly piece of shit, given any little piece of power, will automatically resort to someone like that. It wasn't because yeah. he was picked on and taunted. He was picked on and taunted because he kept fucking selling everybody out. He was a exactly. piece of shit. And they hated him for it, justifiably so. Right? I hate him for it. So anyway, you have a flashback to when he found all his buddies and how they're all dead now. And uh, uh, so then he dives into the water and the rope goes limp and they pull it and it's not attached. So he comes up holding a ton of grenades or mines or whatever, throws them up, causes a giant explosion. Uh, and then, But the Nazi bastard escapes, tells the main bad guy that that guy is now you know free and clear. Uh, then we cut to Sam killing more guys uh, as he goes around. He tells one guy, leaves him alive, and tells him, hey, you tell everyone else that Sam's coming. And he's like, oh, okay. Like like anybody's supposed to know what the fuck that means. So anyway, <laughs> you, you tell everybody that Sam Wood's coming. And no, yeah. I'm not a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems weird. Clip, uh, by the way. Clip. Uh, so then we see the prisoners are being led away. Uh uh, and then all of a sudden the bad guy in the chopper comes up and he goes, hey, general, back up and lay down. And he does it. And then they shoot all the bad guy guards. You're kind of like, what the hell? And he tells the general to go two miles north. Well, uh, then he, the bad guy looks at the guy and goes, hey, film everything because, you know, they need the documentation for the Pentagon. Uh, we get more walking, more fighting. We see Sam gearing up. We This is where now almost all the clips stop. I think there's two more and they're very short. Because now it's all mainly just action. Uh, the general and the guys meet with his daughter, and they will meet with the rescue crew at an abandoned camp. The group group gets there, and there are bad guy soldiers there. So they all have guns, and they shoot, 
But all the guns have blanks, so nothing happens. Just then, Sam shows up with every goddamn machine gun known to man that holding two machine guns that not even one man really can even fire unless he's a super badass. But one Sam of them, can fire two. One of them I mentioned was the M60 that you have to hold with two hands or it will just jump right out of you. It, it, that's, hey. You have to be humongous to be able to pull that off. Yes. Yeah. Well, but Sam's able to do it, shoots everybody. Uh, kills everyone, shoots at the chopper, and they have to leave the land, and that leads into our final 30 minutes. All right. There's a lot of explosions in this, and if you yes. really like one particular explosion, be glad that you'll get to see it about four or five times, sometimes from different angles, sometimes with somebody jumping in front of the camera as yeah. if it's almost rear projection, <laughs> and then sometimes like a different set of people jump in front of the camera from like somewhat of a different angle. Like As much as I dislike Matei, I have to say when it comes to filming explosions, the man has a knack. He would have he made does. an amazing second unit director to grab this like, kind of stuff. He's like Michael Bay. <laughs> right. Like that's all he understands is bublosions. Absolutely. Yeah. And I cannot fault anybody that likes this movie for some of those explosions and the way that they're filmed. I really couldn't. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, those explosions are amazing. They're really well done. Oh yeah, big time. But that's not what makes a movie. And I think someone needs to explain that to Bruno Mattei and Michael Bay. I think they would both ask you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. They're like, stop. I don't know how to tell a story otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, who the hell do you think you are, sir? <laughs> Get out of your armchair. You're no director. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Let's let's move on. We're good. All right. Final 30. After killing everyone, Sam joins the group and talks with the general. And that's our next clip. You remember me, general? Sam Wood. That's a pretty good guess, isn't it? I don't know how to thank you. Forget it. Now you understand why I want to set my friends free, General. Yes. Is there any way I can pay my debt? It's been canceled. Sam. Sam, where are you going? Give my friends a little revenge. Sorry. Don't worry. It's only me. General. Yeah. I, uh, I owe you my life. We all do. You think I can get in on the action when Duan Locke gets his? Where's Mel? She's safe. Hm. I damn near had to tie her down to keep her away. She's with my men. Well, what's the situation? I think it was Fort Knox they were guarding. Yeah. Very impressive. Looks like they rolled out the red carpet. Yeah, in our honor. You can't take all of them. <laughs> I 
Let's go. Mm -hmm. If you say so. going away from the camp this way? Have faith, General. Where are we going? Into the anthill. There's an abandoned Viet Cong base down here, full of munitions. These tunnels stretch all the way to the camp. It's funny, last time I used them to escape, this time I'm going to be using the blow the camp to bits once and for all. Are you saying that Duan Luck doesn't know about them? Well, the base goes back to 1965. The vehicon that we're using them were gassed in the tunnel. And at the time, the tunnels didn't extend all the way to the camp. Made a few modifications. Hey, <laughs> worked once. Sure. But after your escape, Duan Luck must have discovered them. Maybe. There's only one way to find out. Okay. Let's go. Hello. That was a great start. <laughs> All right. So obviously now we know the plans. They're going to lay a shit ton of mines that they have. And he has a whole ton of, uh, they get a whole arsenal in there. So they're getting ready to go fuck some shit up. <laughs> uh, I just want to point something out. Um, even though the colonel would probably let this guy kind of do the plan of attack because he's familiar with it and he would give him the information, at no point would the colonel start yeah. calling him yes, sir, or give him a salute or anything no. like that. Because once you move up those ranks, you've earned that and you also have to keep that. He would refer to him as soldier. He would, he would still you basically get his plan and then say, yeah, we're going to do this. But he would still basically fall into those old military routines with the guy because he would technically be under him. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, this is Mate. So why, why are you caring about that so much? I just wanted to point out how grossly incompetent the writing actually is in this. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, 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 very much so. Uh so anyway, uh, pretty much the next scene is just a shit ton of explosions and killing people. That I, that's it. I mean, I can't. There's nothing else to say about it. Sometimes they're that's, from different angles. Most of the time, it's just the exact same shot, but like a longer version of it, where you get to watch it explode for longer. <laughs> I also want yeah. to point out whenever he fires the uh, grenade launchers at stuff, and then like you see the guys jump uh -huh. up, it's like the the flower bombs where they just like you know explode dust into the air to make it look like an explosion with like a you know pneumatic like throw dirt and dust into the air and then the guys jump out of the mm -hmm. way and then the hat hut that explodes that way then explodes again with fire they could have shown the guys getting blown out of it and then cut to a, a fireball in progress and make it more believable you know but that's not what Matei does no. probably but i'm almost <laughs> certain a lot of this budget got already got used up so <laughs> right but what they what they end up doing is they have the explosion where the guys jump out of the the huts with the explosions and then they have the fireball explosion where the huts explode again so there's yeah. like two explosions for every one of these like special grenades that he launches they don't even follow each other immediately it's like within a couple of seconds or a couple of frames of film then it does it again <laughs> with yeah. the big fireball explosion it's so ridiculous but it's kind of cool at the same time <laughs> Uh, it's uh, fucking I, I I gotta say it. It's at least entertaining. Yeah, like I like I said earlier. Now it's not saying much, but this is definitely one of the better ones that we have ever seen. Yeah, for Mate. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, exactly for Mate. All right, so 
Um, okay, so now we've kind of talked. So then he finally gets to the gate where the Nazi bastard is, and he blows him away, killing the Nazi prick. So uh, goodbye, Nazi prick, and I'm glad you're dead. Yes, that's the only good Nazi is a dead one. Yeah, exactly. The only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. <laughs> there should totally be no agree. live Nazis. There should be no live Nazis. <laughs> they get back to where his daughter is and uh, all this other shit and like where uh, uh, where his men are. And of course, they're all dead. All the men are dead. And he's like, motherfucker, you know, my daughter's gone. And he's like, ah, that main bad guy must have him. So they find him and he and Sam are having a standoff. And he's like, I'm going to kill the girl. I'm going to kill her. And then Sam puts down his gun and the guy goes, ha, and he kind of pushes it out of the way. He goes, uh, you know, you're going to die now. He goes to shoot. Then he gets shot in the back. And it was the general dad who shot him and killed him. Now they're all walking together. And that is our last clip. Well, Sam, I reserved a plane ticket to New York in your name. Thanks, but... Uh... Sam, my father owes you. We'll help you find a job. You could do anything. Why would you want to stay here? Do you really want to throw your life away? Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, I just feel freer here. <laughs> Goodbye. It's been nice knowing you. Me too. It's been quite an experience. Well, Sam. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jim. Well, later on, he's back at the same bar. He looks like he's sleeping again. All of a sudden, someone lights his cigar. It's the lady. Uh, she's back. They embrace and kiss and roll credits. <laughs> Okay, so we're back to Crocodile Dundee at the end there. Yeah, Crocodile. It's back to being Crocodile Dundee at the very end. <laughs> uh, well, at least he figured out what that bidet was for. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's for washing your backside. <laughs> wow, that uh, accent was absolutely authentic to no one. It was, totally. And not at all offensive to anybody. So you're welcome. <laughs> yes, that offended everyone. <laughs> Exactly. Not just one person, all people. <laughs> Every single person on the planet cringed at Matt Psyop's impression of an Australian yeah. accent. Yeah, you're welcome, uh, planet Earth. I've brought everyone together. <laughs> <laughs> this is by far a worse crime than just slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> by far. <laughs> Fuck, man, I'm all over the Eat place. My today. wife's name out your goddamn mouth. Yeah, I'm all over the place today. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Yeah. Other than the fact that uh, I it's Mate, man. Yeah, well, my it's Mate. The wife and I enjoyed a uh, wonderful weekend together where we pampered ourselves because it's like our 24th anniversary of this year. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was super relaxing Good for you guys. Yeah, and then I had to rush and leave that this morning to be able to get home and do Max Shot and then watch this piece of shit. <laughs> That's exactly where you want to finish a movie, but hey. <laughs> right. I don't want to watch a movie after that wonderful weekend, but it luckily and thankfully it was probably one of the best, if not the best of Matei's efforts. Um, yeah, really. Uh, it really is. Like, I mean, even though it's Matei, so you're just like, oh my God. It's clearly a ripoff film. I mean, yeah, there's no getting around it. It's not nearly as bad as some of his other ones. Right. Right. This is sort of like his missing in action, right? Like where missing yeah. in action is very clearly a Rambo ripoff starring Chuck Norris. 
Yes, right? exactly. But like, at least it was a really good one. You know, this this is his version yeah. of that, of like trying to do that, but not really making the mark once again, because that's just what Matei does. <laughs> I mean, who is this market for? Like, wh- wh- who are they? They're going to market this probably to direct a video with a really cool poster if they sell it in America because it's in English. Maybe even over in England, they could probably sell it off as something like that because it's in English. But I mean, Europeans really clamoring for more wartime Vietnam follies from Americans. Yeah, right. Oh, man. That's rough. <laughs> there was a lot know. of this jingoistic sort of uh, retconning of history of what happened in Vietnam by a Rambo and its clones in, in the 80s. There was a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Yeah. So much so that like it a lot was of kids, insane a in lot, the 80s. Yeah. A lot, well, I mean, it was our last war. And a lot of kids actually like 100% probably believe that we actually won in Vietnam because of those movies. They may, may have thought that America was, you know, absolutely the greatest. You know, this and Top Gun really got those jingoistic juices flowing, you know? I, I suppose maybe. I think more, more, a lot of the movies showed how flawed Vietnam was and how, you know, how it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like Hamburger Hill and that kind of stuff. But that wasn't like 80s. That was like, you know, while it was happening yeah. kind of time frame with those types of films but the the 80s was like a glut of these of like let's retcon history by sending someone back in to save pow's oh yeah i can't wait them. to see what we we do with these last few wars <laughs> <laughs> yeah well if we if we live long enough to do anything with them yeah right yeah we got to get through the wars first and then we'll see what happens because <laughs> uh, you know is, yeah yay just, just fucking depressing everything about this is just fucking depressing <laughs> oh yeah the, the movie the movie was okay it was just okay it has a lot of great explosions it has yeah. some cool uh sequences with uh the gun battles and such that are just enough over the top and after watching this film i'm convinced that maybe we need to add mcbain because i've been teasing that on you for a while and maybe it's time that we bring mcbain in because it really is that McBain? over the top yeah that's the christopher walken led uh action movie that uh glickenhouse did where uh he shoots like uh airplane mid-air from another airplane with a handgun Okay, yeah, we got to watch that. Probably. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think it's time. I mean, we've we've endured this. Yeah, so I think McBain. We've endured. Gonna... You know what? After after this, maybe that should be our our, our reward. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't do that because the schedule's already set for this year. But I will. I'll, I'll add it. I'll add it to next year, everybody. I'll add McBain, and it's fine. I'll do it finally. It's cool. We made it nine it's years. About... We might as well, right? <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> At that point, I'm done talking about this. Let's do some psyop news and just call it a fucking week, right? Word up. <laughs> I figured you were done too. <laughs> I'm done. All right. Up next on the ripoff theme is the song Come Together because they were apparently sued for stealing from another song for that. And that's the fucking Beatles. So here we go. Right after that, we'll have some Psyop News.
right, I had to look it up just because I was curious. There was a lawsuit for copyright infringement filed against the Beatles because of its similarities to Chuck Berry's hit, You Can't Catch Me. That was written in 1959. It was finally brought into the court before, like around 1993. And Paul McCartney just freely admitted, yeah, he based it on this. Um, and it's, it's acknowledged, actually, that he used that riff. And at some point, they actually had permission from Berry's publisher, I suppose. They got permission or like uh, Barry's publisher said, yeah, it's fine to go ahead and use that. But then somebody else that had the rights sued them later on for copyright infringement. But the point of the matter is they stole the fucking riff. They admit that they stole the riff. And so, yes, it is also a ripoff song. Let's stop talking about that and give us some sign-out Jesus, I didn't know. I thought that was the sign-up news. All right. <laughs> this uh, comes from uh, Villa. Oh, this is uh, a listener, Vila. And once again, it doesn't matter. Your, it doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your uh, actual genitalia. He, he must, must have, have an incredibly long penis. We're playing that when That's you give us what news. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New York Post. Suspected cannibal caught at airport with suspicious meat. You literally went with the last one that I pinned. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it, to me, it looks like it's number one. long penis. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, it, 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 when it's pinned, it looks like it's the first one. So, <laughs> yeah, it is pinned. Uh, it was the last one that I did. Yeah. But yeah, they're pinned backwards. So you just go with the first one it, you see. <laughs> yeah. Well, when it has a good title like that, how do you not? So, uh, a Brazilian murder suspect who police believe may have engaged in cannibal practices has been arrested at an airport in Portugal with a suitcase containing suspicious meat and bloodstained clothing, officials said. Bigolia taste is just going to ruin the taste of man meat. Bigolia Mendez Fernandez, 26, was taken into custody at Lisbon Airport on Monday after getting off a flight from Amsterdam, where he was suspected of killing 21-year-old Alan Lopez a day earlier. Bathe in the blood of virgin. Portuguese media has reported that the pieces of meat that were found inside a plastic bag stuffed into Fernandez's luggage could be human flesh. The meat will be analyzed in a laboratory to determine its origins, reported Fox News Digital. Officials with the Portuguese Borders and Immigration Service initially detained Fernandez on suspicion of carrying forged documents, including an Italian identity card and other paperwork bearing a name different than his own. Blood jizz. Holy shit, I have absolutely no clips about cannibalism other than that one about the drug taste in man meat. That's really weird. And I'm pretty sure the drug taste is just going to ruin the taste of man meat. Yeah, I should have way more clips about cannibalism from me. You would think. Um... (laughs) After contact with the authorities of Netherlands, the country where he resided, it was confirmed that he was wanted on suspicion of committing a crime of murder that occurred on February 26th in Amsterdam, which led to the which led the judicial authorities of that country to issue already yesterday afternoon a European arrest warrant for extradition purposes, authorities said. You can't pay Fernandez. Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Fernandez drew border officers' attention because he had a bandage on his right hand. When they opened a suitcase, they found the meat along with bloodstained clothing. Portuguese newspaper JN reported that police suspect that Fernandez had engaged in cannibal practices. This is the like 26 to death fucked a porno. The uh, 26-year-old described himself on Facebook as 2% genius, 98% crazy. Wow, that's 
That's something there. I bet he posted that with a photo of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, like he's a total fucking middle-aged badass and shit. I I bet for schooling, he said he went to the school of hard knocks. (laughs) Right, right. Like Uh, he's he's, uh, dangerous, but he's so loyal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He made it his initial court appearance in Lisbon earlier this week and remained in custody pending his extradition to the Netherlands. Lopez was found dead on Sunday night at a house in Amsterdam that he shared with his mother and sister, who were away at the time. Camilla Lopez, the victim's sister, told the news site uh, that Fernandez was homeless and would stay with family whenever he had nowhere else to go. Alan Lopez also lent money to the cash-strapped suspect, according to his sister. In her interview with the Portuguese television channel SIC, Fernandez's mother, Carla Pimentel, suggested that her son may have killed Lopez in self-defense reported the Portuguese language news outlet RFI. According to Penmentel, Fernandez was having dinner with the victim when Lopez offered him human flesh to eat. It also showed him videos about cannibalism. The 21-year-old then allegedly tried to kill Fernandez. The mom claims that the meat found in her son's possession in Lisbon was the same that was offered to him by Lopez, and then her son had kept it as evidence that he planned to hand over to authorities. So there you go. I'm sure that's the case, ma'am. Some some people need to let their children go. Yeah, it is. It is going to cost you some serious cock. Man, just right into cannibalism with this dude. Just like jump right to it. Like first try. I love how his mom's like, no, no, he's the victim. Uh, Brother, he's probably got all sorts of mother issues. And considering that he's so dangerous, but very loyal, that makes sense. Yeah, right. (laughs) But he's 98% dangerous. I thought it was 98% crazy, which is 98% dangerous. Yeah, 2% genius, 98% crazy. That's right. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) I'm just going to pull a chain on this because that's just fucking awesome. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Okay, we're going to play the Ending Legion promo, and then after that, we're going to come back with Robin Thicke and Blurred Lines, which we all know notoriously lost its fucking lawsuit for being a ripoff. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Okay, so without actually admitting any guilt, uh, Farrell and Robin Thicke actually settled out of court with Marvin Gaye's family yeah. whenever they sued them for the got to give it up hit. Now, yeah. I'm thinking if you are trying to avoid a long, drawn out legal battle and you settle in such a way where you just basically give them a certain amount of money to get the fuck out of your life, that is admitting guilt in the eye of public opinion. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is. Everyone just agrees that, yeah, it. it and no one actually thinks it was Pharrell. Everyone's kind of just thinking Robin Thicke because it's he claimed that it was his song uh, and pretty much just fucked everything up. The one thing that made him famous, and it's it's not even his own. <laughs> Some real Millie Vanilli shit going on with that for that boy. I mean, at least he sang. Millie Vanilli didn't even do that. <laughs> well, that was just a 90s hip-hop thing. I, I submit to you that the CNC Music Factory video was a goddamn lie. Nobody in that band actually looked like anybody on that video. No, no, no. I don't think yeah, that. They just, that was a company that put a bunch of beautiful people together and then got not so beautiful people could actually sing together. And then there you go. <laughs> not to those ridiculous, oversaturated standards of beauty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you'd like to find all the previous instances where we refuse to close the show while we commentate on how fucked up of a society we live in and also make references uh, while we to commentate, music from the 90s. While we commentate ahead. a pop culture, uh, while we commentate a pop culture that hasn't been pop culture for the last 20 years. <laughs> or 40. <laughs> No 40. <laughs> if you'd like to have God that, damn. if you'd like to find all the previous 394 instances that may or may not have taken place, you can check us out on legionpodcast.com and search for Cinema PsyOps. Or if you just want the direct URL, because I love saying it, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. <laughs> Throw in another forward slash at the end there and make sure you get to the website proper. Right. Jesus. <laughs> forward slash hashtag at sign yeah or you could just come over to the legion discord chat and hang out have a little bit of a discussion about films tv shows whatever geeky pop culture is relatively pertinent to whoever may be there because we don't even know what's cool or pop anymore because matt and i are old fucks we are old as shit people <laughs> i don't know what the fuck's going on in the world anymore so the uh instagram feed for cinema underscore psyops is back up with the workday posts again if i'm not working i'm not posting because that's why they're workday posts folks exactly and we all need a break in the monotony of the day right that's why i'm throwing up some memes still going strong with three a day for now we'll see what happens if i run out too fast like i did last time and i have to hunt for more but anyway cinema underscore psyops for the memes after that it gets shared to the facebook page cinema psyops and then to the group cinema psyops and also on my main feed as court psyops while you're out there really tired of hearing us close the show out the exact same <laughs> way as we've done forever and ever and really really pissed off that we're calling you assholes for wanting more march matey kick the no, fuck out we of this week and make it your bit <laughs>
<laughs> I have to it do it so. every fucking time. You are enabled. Recording in progress. One, two, three. <laughs> All right, excellent. And oh, next time, dude. Even if there's a bunch of dead space and a bunch of other shit like that, just leave it to me. Yeah. Just. All right, I will. Just record them. Make sure that you got. There was the- one that was super huge, though. I mean, it's. it's I felt it's really fine. bad, so I was like, let me it's, take care of it. It's. It's fine. All right. Next. Next time, just send them to me as soon as you got them recorded and you're done doing the notes. I want to take all that burden off of you for this month because this is going to be bad enough awesome. on both of us. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. No shit. <laughs> well, I'll wait till we're doing the show (laughs) yeah no fucking kidding (laughs) all right march mate begins now oh god three two one why is this movie constantly reminding me of two other movies that are more fun to watch because that's what Matei does. It reminds us that there are these great movies, but you're stuck watching this one. You know, then we have to just suffer and die for it. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, I don't know if I'd call those great, but they're good or entertaining. I mean, okay, good, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's all great Come on. compared to Matei. Crocodile Dundee is a goddamn cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> I prefer the second one. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Kind of me too. It's one of the most few times where the second movie just outshines the first one a little bit. But we're not talking about those movies. We're talking about March. <laughs> no matter Mate. how much we wanted, we would rather do a Crocodile Dundee <laughs> fr- retrospective than March Matei. We're doing March Matei. I'm surprised we haven't done a, a Crocodile Dundee Shut fucking Shut the series fuck yet. up and don't put that out there because people will want uh, it then. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm sorry. Jesus. Well, they're all on a boat getting some footage. 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 They're getting some footage. Uh, anyway. Footage. Anyway, she begins a... Goddamn, I don't know. Fucking, that was so stupid. I know, but that's that's the thing. is That is like the most ridiculous callback, but like done in the best yeah. way that like I lost it each time you did it. I'm sorry. It's fine. Fucking, we're so dumb. Anyhow. Uh, no one's arguing Anyway, that. she begins... Yeah. I always love yeah. the music. Synth hit. Synth hit. Yeah. Synth hit. Synth hit. Yes, First Blood Part 2. They drew First Blood, not me. So, anyway. <laughs> wow, that sounded almost exactly like Stallone to no one. <laughs> to no one. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I never said I was good at anything. I just still do it, though. So, <laughs> that's that's inspirational by the way <laughs> yeah someone out there found that inspirational and you're welcome yeah, it's inspirational that i'm bad at what i do but i still try uh <coughs> oh, god hold on sorry getting over a little bit of a cold here so <clears throat> <clears throat> all right
really tired of hearing us close the show out the exact same way as we've done forever and ever and really, really pissed off that we're calling you assholes for wanting more March Mate. Kick the no, fuck out we of don't. this week and make it your bit. <laughs> All right. And I'll stop recording. Recording stopped.